Katrina Lumsden, interiors and marketing mentor to holiday homeowners who are ready to create beautifully styled and fully booked holiday stays to build a life of their dreams. On this podcast, you will hear from the owners of holiday homes all over Australia who have lovingly designed, styled and created beautiful spaces for us to enjoy, who care about offering great experiences, luxurious comfort and unique stays. You will also hear from the businesses who support holiday homeowners to create their success, from branding through to business coaches and everything in between. Plus, I'll share my tips to create a standout holiday home with my Holiday Haven method that I teach inside my signature course, The Elevated Holiday Haven. With 10 plus years in the styling industry, working with hundreds of clients and being featured on podcasts, blogs and in publications, I know what it takes to increase your rental return, multiply your bookings and create a standout holiday home through interiors, branding and marketing. And now I want to share all of that with you. So let's dive in. Hi there and welcome back to another episode of Holiday in Style. I am going to be sharing an interview with you today that I had with Lauren who owns Hilltop at Bright down in Melbourne in Victoria and I'm going to get straight into it. I'm going to share a little bit with you at the end of this episode about the Elevated Holiday Haven launch that is happening at the moment and also what the uh, episode is going to be all about for next week as well. So thanks again for listening in. I'm always checking in to see, you know, how many people are actually listening to the podcast. It's always good to know. And yeah, it's great to know that there's people that are still kind of uh, listening in and enjoying it. And if you um, think of it when you have finished listening to this episode and you do have some time, I would really love it and appreciate it. If you could leave me a five-star review and a little bit of a comment about what you love about the episode or about the podcast, because that will really help me to um, just have the podcast seen in front of new people and sharing it you know, around and um, letting other people know that it's here. So what I want to get into today is this interview I had with Lauren. Her holiday property is called Hilltop and it's in Bright and it's located 2.2 kilometers from the town center of Bright in Victoria. It is a boutique accommodation which caters to everyone from families and large groups to couples looking for a getaway with a luxurious feel. The home is divided into two levels. It has a retreat downstairs and the main living upstairs. And the interior of the home is designed to complement the beautiful alpine surroundings and bring the outside environment in. The property is immersed in the pristine state forest and pine plantation. It sounds absolutely gorgeous and I'm going to let you listen in so you can hear all about it. So today I'm welcoming Lauren to the podcast and Lauren has a beautiful property in Bright, which is a beautiful place down in Melbourne, Victoria. And uh, as always, I start off by asking my guests if they can share a little bit about themselves and what they they do with themselves when they're not hosting their uh, holiday property or looking after their holiday property. So if you can just share a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name's Lauren um, and I'm married to my husband, Jason. So um, we're a young family of four. We have two children, two little boys, Jet and Dash, who are four and seven. 
Yeah, we live in the inner suburbs of Melbourne uh, in Roeville. So we've just purchased a, our first home that we're living in is, um, yeah, in Roeville. Yeah, so we try and get to our holiday house, um, well, our property as much as we can, so probably three or four times a year. Um, yeah, we just love it up there. It was something that we did a while back now, so we've we've had it for, we purchased the land in 2000. And 17, just after my first boy was born. Um, and then, yeah, it just happened from there. And so how far is Roeville from Bright? Is it very close or? So it's almost a four-hour drive. Okay. Uh, so, yes, three and a half hours from Melbourne CBD. And so what's the story behind starting your holiday property? Was it something that you set about doing intentionally or did it all come about in a different way? It was definitely not intentional. So originally when we first saw the block up there, we've got family up there. So I, my brother, my eldest brother, Ty, he lives up there. So he had a great lifestyle had a beautiful family, very active, very happy, very um, active in the community, nice small town. Um, So we really liked the sound of that lifestyle since we just newly got married. We just had our first baby um, and thought that this is a great place that we thought to bring up our family. So we started the build a year after we purchased our block of land. And then things changed in Melbourne. My husband, uh, he owns and runs a solar business down in Melbourne, um, and that just took off at that time. So we were building, and then just before we were about to move in, we decided to change our plan and stay in Melbourne so he could explore his business. Mm. So, yeah, from day one, it was always going to be our family home, so our layout is very family-conscious. Um yeah, it was going to be our house, our forever home. Yeah, it's funny how life just happens and changes the direction and, and yeah, you know, puts you on a different trajectory. Yes, because I think in hindsight if I knew that it was going to be a holiday rental, I probably would have changed the layout differently to cater more for guests. But, yeah, initially it was our family home. Mm, and it's probably got more of a homely feel, I suppose, because of that. Very. Yes, I just love it. Every time we go up there, it just mm. just gives you a great feeling. I encourage everyone to go over and have a look at your Instagram page, which is at Hilltop at Bright, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely stunning. Like it, you can just see that the way that it's been built, you've really taken advantage of the views and looking at the views. Yes. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So did you have any challenges around building that property on because it's on a hill? Uh, the hill part, the challenges probably came after we finished the build with mm-hmm. um, never having built before, uh, so first-time builders. Um, just the rainfall, the amount of rain that uh, we get up there is quite a lot in the wet season um, and also water drainage, um, not really knowing where the water drains to on the property, um, so having that sorted out um <laughs> Early on probably would have been something um, we should have thought about more of. We've had to have uh, excavation work done around the side of the house to move a lot of that water and just put in extra drainage. Did you have an architect come in and help you with the design of the home or 
So the business that we built with, they had an in-house drafts person who did draw up plans for us and then we mm. just changed them to what um, we wanted. Mm. Yeah. And what about the interiors? Did you do that yourself or did you have some help? No, so that's all me. Um, I love Pinterest. I use Pinterest a lot. I've mm-hmm. been collecting photos for that house for, for probably before we even bought the block. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew in my head exactly what what I wanted the house to look like. Mm. Um, and seeing a lot of the houses in the area, I feel like it's very different from the classic country style that most of the holiday rentals in that area, they're styling towards. So I just mm. wanted something a bit more contemporary, a bit more cleaner, a bit more alpine, chalet looking yeah. um, and modern. It's definitely got that feel. It's very, very cool. I love it. Thanks. Um, and so you use Pinterest and then you just sort of saved the images and kind of went through um, and picked out what you liked and where did you find all your pieces and things like that? Did you go to the local stores or did you have find things online? Uh, well, I started pretty much with that colour palette, so the black and white um, is very prominent in the design mm-hmm. and also um, that walnut timber finish. That was mm-hmm. kind of my three things that I wanted to use yeah. um, and also trying to use a lot of natural fibres. I feel like that suited the area really well. Um, I use a lot of rattan in um, the finishes, so in like sh- light shades, uh, chairs, um so yeah I found a lot of inspiration on Pinterest and then tried to source some pieces that I saw online Mm. not much was local I couldn't find a lot of the pieces that I wanted locally um so I purchased a lot of it from Melbourne and we were taking like loads of it up on a weekend that we would go and stay there and drop off a whole trailer load so it was a slow sort of process in styling the house Mm. Um, I would splash out on like larger pieces so like artwork I would spend a bit more money on um, cozy couches mattresses and bedding like I would spend a lot of money on that sort of thing yeah Um, and then like little knickknacks I would just pick up here and there when I see them so that's what I was going to ask you if you had advice for other holiday homeowners so if there was somebody that was starting out or in that process of you know, setting up their holiday home and they're uh, looking to do the purchasing, what would you say would be some tips around purchasing the pieces for their home? Um, well, I've definitely learned a lot of choosing um, items that are going to wear well or not wear as much in the house. So I've we spent a lot of money on a huge timber dining table. Um, that was quite a lot of money to purchase and also to get it up there was we purchased it from Geelong so someone had to drive it and deliver it to Geelong and then carry it inside so after a while you know food stains and red wine and that type of thing that was wearing on the table which was a brand new table so Mm. we just recently got a piece of glass cut and put over the top I should have done that initially but I mean any sort of timber finishes that you're going to have in the home I would definitely recommend having glass cut and put over it mm-hmm. also um not purchasing fabric couches that are a light color <laughs> i also have a light gray couch they look Where, really amazing but are they practical <laughs> no they're not so i would probably either go leather or maybe a dark fabric 
because we have to have that couch steam cleaned at least twice a year. It just gets grubby and, I mean, yeah, it just happens. There are the options at the now as well where, where you can replace the covers. You can take the cover off and have that dry cleaned or cleaned yes. and put a different cover on. So, I mean, that's a good option now at the moment as well. And so when you were sourcing all your pieces and you were doing the designs, is there a feature in your home or a piece of furniture that you think is a real draw card or is a real um, statement piece that you really love or that your guests comment on in the home? Um, we get lots of comments about our windows mostly because we've got six metre high ceilings and we've got just enormous windows in front of our house to take in that view. That's mm. probably the factor that people um, get once they arrive at the property. Yeah. Um, yeah, that living and dining area is just a big open space. Yeah, per- perfect for for large groups of people. Mm. So that's probably our draw card mostly. I would definitely agree with that because that's something that really captured my eye when I first saw your property. And um, I think obviously from where it is, it just takes in that whole view and the view is like artwork, isn't it? It's like yeah. a massive it's, piece of art. Sometimes- Sometimes when I wake up and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm drinking a cup of coffee and I look out that window like you could really be anywhere in the world if you just mm-hmm. take in that alpine scape. Yeah. It just feels like, you know, you could be anywhere in Europe or New Zealand mm-hmm. looking out the window there. You really could be anywhere. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. So tell us a little bit about the property then. How many does it sleep and, you know, all that sort of thing? So it sleeps 14, so we've got... Uh, four rooms with three queen-size beds and one king. And then downstairs we've got a bunk room that sleeps six. So we had a custom-made bunk bed to sleep four and then we've got two trundle beds underneath. So, yeah, it sleeps 14. Mm-hmm. And how many bathrooms does it have? Two bathrooms. So I've got an ensuite in the master and then we've got a family bathroom um, in between the queen bedrooms stairs nice and how far um is the property from bright the main strip town yep yeah so it's walking distance so it's probably about a 15 minute walk about three kilometers so it's Mm. not too far so maybe um for the listeners if they haven't ever been to bright do you want to just share a little bit about um bright because i've been there um and i have had a guest uh a host on here probably a couple of months ago now who also had a property in Bright but maybe just share a little bit about the town because I went there be 30 years ago I'm sure it's changed a lot now yes I mean it's a very busy town so it is a small country town but um there's always a lot happening mm. um there's the oven ovens river that runs through the town um heaps of shops lots of shopping to do um lots of local produce around so lots of wineries um they grow nuts and berries um they've got a fantastic rail trail bike riding Mm. park lots of people holiday up there just to go for the bike rides which i've done once before so i did that i remember doing that we we actually went in uh, autumn so beautiful it was beautiful because all the leaves, so they've got lots and lots of uh, the autumn deciduous trees, haven't, yes. like in the, yep. in the main street, and it was just the most beautiful, um, prettiest 
street and then riding the bikes and yeah it's gorgeous I feel like every season there it's just it's really it's such a great season so in winter time when you're driving up there you can see the snow-covered mm. mountains in the distance in autumn like you were saying the beautiful uh, leaves on the trees um, we people just pull over on the side of the road and just pose with the trees yeah it's so funny when you see them Spring is just gorgeous anyway, like all the new plants and leaves that are growing through. And summer's just awesome. Like, you know, the town's got a water, kids' water park right on alongside the river. So mm. there's something for everybody any time of the year, really. And um, what what are you close to? I've so we've got um, Mount, we've got Mount Buffalo, Mount we've Buffalo. got Falls, mm-hmm. um, we've got Hotham. So Falls and Hotham are probably your main mountains that people We'll ski at and Mount mm-hmm. Buffalo if you're doing um, like tobogganing or just playing around snow play, that's probably a great spot to, to check mm. out. As well. Yeah, no, it's a really beautiful town. So how, so do you manage it yourself? You, you mentioned him before we hit record. You have somebody that manages the property for you? Yeah, so we had decided to use a property manager in town Mm-hmm. Uh, we use Bright Escape. So the reason why we initially went with those guys, our next door neighbour is also a short-term holiday rental. They're called White Star Lodge. They're managed by Bright Escapes. And also our neighbours on the other side, they originally used, used Bright Escapes as well uh, to manage their property. They live there now. But um, we heard great things about them. We just thought it was easier to have someone local to look after everything for us because we are four hours, you know, mm. three and a half, four hours away from our home. Yeah. So that was probably the best decision for us. Yeah, definitely. And you have young children, so it makes life a little bit easier for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Next time if I ever do own another property, I would like the house to be much closer just so if you need to pop down or do anything, fix anything, Mm. then it's right around the corner rather than, you know, Mm. a few-day round trip. Yes. (laughs) And so your Instagram is beautiful as well. So do you do that all yourself? Yes. So, yeah, I started that a while ago mm-hmm. for just to document the build side of things and then yeah I just think it's important to have an online presence for any business mm, so definitely. yeah I manage that I manage that when I can it's not something that I'm tending to all the time but when I do um go up to Brighton stay at the house and then I'll try and do you know a few planned posts while I'm there do a few videos while I'm there and then I've got some more to choose from when I am home do you find that Instagram is good for your business do you get bookings um through Instagram um not necessarily I find it really hard to be able to track how people Mm. find us Yes. Like through our booking um, platform that we use through Bright Escapes, we were getting um, each booking that would come through, you could see where it was coming from, either it's from Airbnb or from Stays or a direct booking. But generally uh, our booking agency that we use have already have quite a big database of people that have booked through them previously. So they're either return bookings or we also wanted to make sure when you type in, uh, bright accommodation that our property manager was going to be coming up in the first page yeah. um, in Google. So that was really important for us too. Yeah. 
As you said, it's a it's the online presence. It's being front of mind. It's getting that kind of um, getting hilltop out there, um, and it, because you've got that vis- visually beautiful aesthetic of the home, yeah. um, yes. it's that resharing and uh, people getting to know the property, isn't it? Yes. Mm. It, it, it's hard to get guests to want to create their own content when they are there and then post for you to reshare. Mm. Um, I'm sure people do create their own content while they're there, but whether or not they tag us or know how to tag us or that's something that I'd like to work on probably in the next 12 months trying to encourage Mm. guests to do a bit more of that because that's really important. So have you ever used influencers in the property to share and, and tag? I have actually. Um, the first year that we started, I was getting really excited and wanting to explore how it was all going to work. Um, some have reached out to us, mm-hmm. so I had um, a couple, a, a couple that were two photographers that reached out to us to come and stay in exchange for imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, I said yes to them because their photos were beautiful and it really aligned with our aesthetic. Their feed was very black and white, very natural photos, and I thought that that would really suit our property. So we said yes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, another influencer from Melbourne, he was also a photographer. Again, we exchanged video content and some imagery for him to stay there with his family, which was fine. Um, that was quite good. We had really good engagement on our video content for that one. Mm-hmm. We also ran a competition with local businesses for a winner to come and stay at our property. That probably didn't work as well. Like there was lots of people out there that would literally just want to enter the competition and then as soon as the competition's over, they stop following you. Yeah, so that's not really that... attracting the right people. No, mm. no, it's and then also being inexperienced in running competitions on social media, you'll need to have a contract in place. Mm. You need to have terms. Mm. Um, the winner that ended up staying, yeah, we, it was just it was sort of out of our hands and we couldn't really control it. So for next time, I probably wouldn't be running competitions as such. Yeah. But in saying that, we ran one with stays.com, which was okay. very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, that got great engagement as well. Lots of people saw our business through stays. And then we had that extra layer of security with using a bigger platform. So if anything did go wrong, they were there. Did you reach out to stays or did they contact you? Um, I can't remember initially. I, I was tagging them in posts because our mm-hmm. house on their website and then we just got talking so I'm very friendly with the marketing manager there now Mm -hmm. so she um that's great yeah so that for that particular competition we had an influencer come and stay at the house she did some video content for us and then we ran a competition whilst the influencer was staying there Mm -hmm. and I think they stays offered a free night and then we matched that free night. So the winner got two free nights. And then she ended up paying for an extra night anyway, which was great. Yeah. So yeah, so some have been successful, mm. some haven't. But yes. I've learned lots. Yeah, no, and you've got to give it a go, don't you? But I think the key yes. is to um be 
really uh, conscious of having aligned people, isn't it, and knowing whether they actually work in with your ideal guest. Yeah, we get DMs all the time of Mm. people wanting to come and stay in exchange for photos, um, which I just don't say yes to Mm. easily. We've got a lot of content already that I've got in our library. And I had a beautiful photographer come and stay last year and she's coming to stay next month as well. So so that was that's my content that I need. Yeah, you only need so much. Yeah, Mm. exactly. So, yeah, I'm happy with what we've got so far. Hmm. Oh, that's really great. So I have some quick questions that I always ask my guests before we uh, wrap it up. What is yep. your favourite spot in the property? Um, I probably have two. So one mm-hmm. I mentioned before is in the lounge area with in front of our big windows and also mm-hmm. I love um, sitting outside around our fire pit. We've got alpine plantation just at the back of our house so there's like a big pine plantation forest just out the back Mm -hmm. and then our fire pit sits in front that's just awesome to sit around even in the morning at night time yeah so we've got um kangaroos that come into our backyard beautiful birds yeah it's just awesome sitting out there that sounds lovely and what's your interior's inspiration um i was trying to go for that alpine chalet sort of styling so yeah a lot of natural timbers and natural finishes um yeah trying to keep it very earthy and black and white colors definitely what is the best part of being a holiday home host and owning a holiday home I think having the flexibility to be able to stay there when you want um Mm. that's definitely positive for us um and also having positive feedback of people staying there and really enjoying their time yeah um yeah that's that's what we really hope for for guests Mm, rewarding yeah Mm. and would you do it all over again yes in a heartbeat (laughs) absolutely but but closer 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 to home absolutely and probably Mm. not as big as what we ended up going yeah we never intended intended to have six meter high ceilings but it just ended up being that way <laughs> it's a long way to get those cobwebs <laughs> absolutely yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you so much for um agreeing to come on the podcast and sharing about your story and your journey to creating hilltop where no can everybody find you we are on, we've got our own website, which is amazing, um, www.hilltopatbright.com.au. We're also featured on Bright Escapes, Airbnb, Stays, um, and we're on Instagram. We've got TikTok as well. And it's all at Hilltop at Bright? Yes. Perfect. And I'll put all those links in the show notes. Right. And thank you again for being here. Thanks for having me. I honestly come away from every single interview wanting to go and stay in a property. So that one just sounds absolutely beautiful as well. I wanted to just come on at the end here and remind you all that the enrollment is open currently for the September 2023 round of the Elevated Holiday Haven program. So if you are sitting in your holiday home or you you go to your holiday home and you have a look around and you feel like it's time 
to make some tweaking of the interiors. Maybe you want to make some changes of the styling or you want to make some changes in the artwork or the cushions or whatever it is and you just feel like you need some help. This program could be the perfect answer for you. If you are really stuck with social media and you feel like you need some help in that area to get set up, how to use social media, how to set up your bio, how to help build it and create a social media presence and grow your online presence, then I have a whole module on that as well. We dive into branding and the whole bit. So I would really love to have a chat with you if it's something that you're thinking about and you can head over to the link in the show notes to learn more about that and see which option is the best one for you. Next week, I'm actually going to be going through the different modules that are inside the Elevated Holiday Haven and just have a chat about what you will learn and what you will get out of the program if you did decide to come inside and the benefits of each different option that are available to you. So if that's something that you're interested in learning about, then make sure you tune in next week. And as I did mention in the beginning of this podcast, I would love it if you were able to leave me a review. And if you love this episode, share it with your holiday home besties and tell anyone you know that you think might like this podcast as well. Thanks again for being here with me again today. And I look forward to being with you in another fortnight. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. And if you really enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you could leave me a five-star review so that more people can hear about the Holiday in Style podcast.